Sofritos Speaks is a podcast curated by Latinos for Latinos. Sazonando all our cultural differences and stirring up calderos with our opinions. Come have a seat at the table and pass chisme with us. Hey yo, what it do? It's your boy Rue and I'm coming for you. <laughs> Welcome to Sofrito Speaks. Our podcast is put together with three different sections. First, we start off the show with El Chisme. And that's when us, your hosts, catch you up on all the latest tea and what had us jodio all week. Followed by Caldero Talk. Caldero Talk is the part of the show where we introduce any guests we may have. Also, dissect and discuss our topic. Then, after all the messiness, we gather our lives and head back to the table for Ma's number one rule. Areposal. That's when we will sit, shout out all our supporters, and wrap up the show before we head back to our lives. Ah, such a good intro. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> Here we go, ladies and gentlemen, episode number one. We are here. Nina, are you here with me? I'm here, baby boy. Let's Girl, get it going. Put it on that <laughs> All right. So for today's episode, it's our first episode. So we kind of wanted to give you a little, little bit of an insight of, as to who we are as individuals and as artists. Um, we're going to talk about a lot of things that, you know, people kind of go through in the Latin community being a Hispanic, growing up in the ghetto, you know. <laughs> the hood. We're going to open up with the first section, which is El Chisme. Um, El Chisme, we're both yes, going to give yes. you, you know, we're both going to start off with our meanings of El Chisme, how we came up with it, how it came about, and then we're going to go into the real, we're going to dissect El Chisme and mm. go into the real, real behind that. Yes. So, yes. here we go. I think for me, El Chisme yes. began with... Um, you know, when you're younger and really when your titi comes to the table and she's like, let me tell you the cheese, my girl, like, da 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 like all Not the Not even, or when you are dismissed from the table because Stats. they all came together to talk they shit and they're like, you're but not I supposed was to be grown folk business, so you got to exit the room, <laughs> but you know it's good, like your ear is ringing, you waited for the sauce, Yo. you waiting to hear all the juicy mess <laughs> they got going on and you keep getting dismissed, so you wait by the door just so that you can hear it and maybe you and your cousins will get together Facts. and do the same exact Facts. thing because why? Your aunts and mom led by example. And they're like, uh, can you leave the room and you're like, um, bitch, <laughs> tell me about the. Eso no son bine tuyo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I am done. So I think you kind of all can get the gist. El chisme is the bochinche. You know what I'm saying? The bochinche of the week. And we're going to present to you guys like shit that had us fucked up, mm. shit that had us jodido. They're two very different things, but kind of similar. You know what I'm saying? Like, you might say jodio, you might say fucked up. So, um, and then we're going to talk to you guys a little bit. <coughs> Dying. The Lord. Coming the Lord. to get me. Trying to see me. Um, then we're going to talk to you guys a little bit about that. You know, dissect and discuss. That's the whole point of the show. Dissect and discuss. So, yeah. Let's get into El Chisme. 
Y el chisme. Yo, so tell me how. Let's get into it. All right, so you think about what had you fucked up this week. Ruben posed the question and I was like, yo, this is so fucked up. I'm so used to talking all that shit and going off on rants about things that had me fucked up. And this week, like, I'm struggling to figure out what had me all the way messed up because I had a really good week this week. Work was fine. I had, like, minor hiccups, but, like, it could be worse yeah. compared to other weeks. Yeah. So I really couldn't complain. And home was really chill. Like, just my day-to-day was wicked chill. So I'm just sitting here like, what is... I, I, at first, I was like, I can't contribute to the conversation because I have nothing to contribute. But then Ruben had, like, let me know, like, you know you can talk about positive things. As foreign as it might be to you, you can talk about them. <laughs> because even positivity can have you fucked up. Like, you want to be tight, but the Lord is coming through with the light, and you're like, nigga, you got me fucked up. <laughs> I want to be mad right now. <laughs> let me sit in the shit, this pile of shit, please. Facts. Yo, but I mean... Um, this week was a pretty, was, I think my weekend started off my week right. Saturday, I had a wicked cool, unique opportunity, um, where someone had reached out to me and had asked if I could sing, um, their parents' mm, wedding song right, for right, their 30th right. anniversary. Um, and that at first I was like, though. what? It was super fun. It was, it was a good time. Sketchy as fuck. You know, white people. You know what I'm saying? Mm. We was in a little, the, the Puerto Rican version of Get Out. <clears throat> That's Jesus all I'm saying. Lord. We pulled up, like, it was crazy. It was crazy. I, I was clutching my pearls the whole way through because I'm like, we're going to die. No bullshit. Let me paint the picture for y'all. Hmm. So we are driving up to Cape Cod. And the whitest of the white in Massachusetts. Yeah, pretty much. You can, this is the epitome of the Caucasian. It's a Caucasianville. Um, so we are going up there. And, you know, uh, this guy had reached out to me, whatever. It was going to pay me to do it. I was like, oh, my God, I've never been paid to, like sing so like why not Ruben's i was about to be here. like say what you were gonna do because uh you, you were just like this guy reached out to me he was gonna pay me to do it uh, oh sing <laughs> say pay what me you to were, sing. we were they were singing I she was, was singing. singing i was singing um <laughs> damn you went left with that one went way over my head but anyways moving on so we're driving up to this place and there's a you think your gps is telling you oh you're two minutes away but in actuality, it became like 10 because yep. of all the twists and turns, the winds, the curves that we had to take to get to this place. So it's like it's already a gated community within a gated community within a gated community. So we're over here blasting like old school Destiny's Child, bu- bumping Christina to Aguilera, Christina Aguilera, Yo. Britney Spears. We was, we bugging. was on that highway. I was like, bugging. oh, my God, let's not scare the white people. Put the windows bugging. up, put the windows up. So we get to this place and there's this gate and Ruben's already freaking out. He's like, bitch, don't press nothing. Don't nothing. And you I'm better like, call on. that nigga. <laughs> you better call like, that nigga. Not only was it not only did I, I knew the code, but. He's telling me to call this dude, and I can't because uh, I There's have no, no service. service for the ghetto phone lines that we have. Right, right. So, so I'm over here. Ruben's like, girl, you better not touch nothing. <laughs> so I'm at the little keypad. I'm over here, and I'm put, putting it in. And he's like, 
bitch, what? I'm like, oh yeah, homeboy already hooked me up with all the information that I had that I had needed to get gain access into this community. Gates open. So and we I'm pull like, up, gag. and I promise you, we were in fucking Whoville. There was Every... a wedding to the right <laughs> as you pulled in on the beach. Um, everybody was driving little golf carts. It was like its own society. I was like, what? It, crazy. Where? <laughs> so we pull up, and Did I'm like, yo, I don't have service <laughs> to call this dude to let him know that I'm here, and I'm a little ahead of schedule, which I kind I like to be most times. Um, as a professional right um, so we were about what a half hour early from what I said I would mm-hmm. be and whatever so we're waiting and this, this this group of people come out this house and we're parked in front of it and they're looking at us we're looking at them I got my hater blockers on so like I'm trying not to look but and I'm, I'm just out here fucking bushy eyebrows and all I'm like what's popping what it is where's the Vaseline let's do this <laughs> This one old lady walks outside and is like circling my car. Yo, she dead made it an effort to look at the front license plate, went to the back, looked at the back license plate. Mind you, they're the same. And I'm like, sis, I will get out of this car and uh, assist you. Don't play with me. <laughs> Don't play with me. Um, but luckily, homeboy came out and he recognized me and we were able to get this going. It was amazing. Um, again, it was a 30th anniversary that they were um, celebrating with their parents. Um, I can't I can't even... La- my my chapstick doesn't even last more than a week, so I can't imagine thirty years with one person. You know, I'm not saying I'm not monogamous, but Goals, for right now but, I'm chilling. In uh, another, <laughs> so that time. was that was um really fun. They were wicked appreciative. Um, the mom cried, which I was not expecting as I was singing. Um, which was amazing. Um, again. Dad wait, wait, it. tell them what song you sang. Oh, it was Can't Take My Eyes Off You. Ooh, child. Yes. Let me paint, let me help you paint this picture because when well, we walked into this house and mm. this man gave us this tour, we were like the two orphanage kids from Annie walking <laughs> up in this motherfucker. And we was like, yo, HGTV filmed here. Like, this shit looks real. No bullshit. It was like a Pier 1 Imports catalog and i'm like yo bro and he's like oh don't worry i'm from lowell or framingham some shit and we're like oh so you get it like we're starstruck right (laughs) now you get why we are shook i am afraid to touch the door (laughs) but it was lit and then like you so nina didn't want to sing in front of the window with the sunshine shining in because ruben had the vision and she's like i don't want to do it right there i'm like girl girl stand right there y'all gotta understand I have been singing my whole life, but I have I didn't start letting people hear me sing till I was about like 18. So I'm still brand new at it. I only have like eight years in actually performing for other people. Um, so and most of the time it's like me and my camera and posting it on Instagram, what have you. So it's like singing mm-hmm. in front of people, acapella in a fucking living room that in was the middle massive. Of the Right, in bumfuck Cape Cod, <laughs> that like, what? How, Sway? Like, how did we get here? I have so many questions. But a friend had put me on to a friend, and that friend had hit me up, and we got it going. So I made a couple a couple bucks, and we was out here. But it was also good, and that set me up for success for the week in my mindset, because I was also able to see a friend who I hadn't seen from college in about four years. Zach. We kind of fell off, so we I was in the area. What's his name again? What was his name? Uh, Zach. 
Zach, shout yeah. out Zach, gem <laughs> dropping. Hey, so um, it was kind of cool. I wasn't sure if he still had my phone number, so I was like, I'm just gonna, you know, it's gonna be a long shot, but like, whatever. What are the odds that he changed his number or deleted mine? Pretty high, but like, whatever. <laughs> I took my shot. It worked out. So we got to meet up and we just like talked about. Shout like, out his kicks, though. Shout yo. out his kicks. <laughs> yo, those shout kicks. out his kicks. What brand were those? <laughs> oh, he's like a totally different person. But like, you I know what? He's in the right it. mindset. Like oh my everything God, he yeah. was saying about it was like. Crazy. He's like, I'm not going to spend hundreds on Jordans anymore when I want to own a car. So or buy I'm a house. Sit. I was like, oh, oh, yeah. I was like, oh, here. shit. When did you grow shit? up? Okay. And let me catch up. Gems. <laughs> but. So, I mean, that was, that was like, like a good time. Um, yeah, we got, I got to see his grandparents, who I hadn't seen in such a long time. Um, <clears> and <throat> it was just crazy. Like, it was just, I don't know. And I think that that um, definitely was the catapult um, and what started out the rest of my week. Because I woke up Sunday morning and I did my errands. I was ready to go. No one could right. tell me nothing. <laughs> I woke up super tired and uh-uh. had to go to work. <laughs> I was ready to go, you know? So, I mean, I think that that having that conversation and just all like, just like in general, like just the love of the weekend that like I felt um, definitely helped me going into my week mm. and, and help um, my mindset into going this week. So I like, yeah, I was trying to look for something negative, but it's okay to be positive. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. But anyways, what had you fucked up this week, Ruben? Ooh, child. I am ready. So, I also had a good week. You know, I had a couple moments where it was fucked up. Last week, we shot our uh, promo videos for the Instagram. So, that was super exciting and fun. Yes, it was. And we got to drink, which I just needed that. Like, I mm. needed some alcohol and some good laughs. And we had both of that. Um, then Saturday I went with you to the event and that was sweet. That was cute. We had a, we had major laughs, major karaoke (laughs) competition in the car. I lost my voice. Um, major conversation, major gems were dropped into my head. Like I just like having conversation with people who match my intelligence and don't, you know, don't get stupid about shit, you know? Right. So Sunday I just worked and then Monday came and a bitch woke up and she got her permit. Yes. The Lord yes. said, Ruben, you can get on this road and fuck it up, mm. sis. Go ahead. But it kind of had me fucked up mm. because when I pulled up Monday morning, mind you, I pulled up at eight o'clock. It doesn't open till nine o'clock. At eight o'clock, the line was already around the corner. Yep. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. So I told my mom, I'm like, first of all, I just don't understand why everyone in Lawrence got the message that Ruben was coming over here. So they want to come to the <laughs> RMV. And I'm like, I, I just don't get it. Like, I'm trying to move forward in life, but niggas is getting me fucked up, especially mm. this line right here. But I'm like, whatever. I'm going to stand here. I'm not going to let it ruin my day. While I'm in line, I'm thinking about everything that could possibly go wrong. Like, am I able to drive? Are my rights revoked? Ga, 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 ga. A lot of shit is coming through my head. And I'm like, you know what, Ruben? If you go in there and you pass this, you are one step closer to becoming an adult. Yes, you can be 30 years old and still not an adult. Hey. Hi. <laughs> but we're there. Um, I got it. I went through. The lady was super sweet to me at the counter and super nice. The line went super fast. Uh, Lawrence RMV, they stepped their shit up. They like did, a lot of other yo. RMVs need to like take notes from these motherfuckers. Like the line may be out the door, yo, but fast. you getting up there because in, like, 10 what minutes. they do is at eight So if you go to the RMV, go at eight o'clock, mm-hmm. get in line. Fine. You see the line is long. Don't let it intimidate you. At 8.30, the, the man comes out 
and he asked everyone to split into three lines. One line is for hearings. One line is for um, if you don't know, like if you didn't, if you don't have a category like miscellaneous, and then one line is for the road test. So there's three lines, and then that's when the lines get down, and then he'll go through the miscellaneous part, and he'll like be like, okay, what are you here for? What are you here for? He'll go through everyone. And then, you know, they pass through the applications outside on clipboards. Although in the winter, I don't know how that's going to work. Mm. But um, they pass you the clipboards. You fill it out. You know what I'm saying? And then you can go inside, which is super late. And I was super appreciative of that because um, I literally went in. I went in at 9 and I was out by 9.20. Like where? Turn up. You know? Um, so, yeah. And then what had me fucked up, though, like yesterday I saw this clip and it's like trending all over Twitter. Mm. And Yo, this lady has me fucked up. Like, I really, I was laying in bed and I'm like, damn, if I was in front of this lady right now, I would throw the ones. Oh, for sure. And hashtag, I'm not a woman abuser, but I will put the wig on and throw the ones, bitch. <laughs> like, this lady got me dumb tight. She, there was these kids crossing, trying to cross the border from Mexico to America. Mm-hmm. First of all, the fact that you have nothing to do today and you decided to go to the border to try to catch people crossing from Mexico to America means you're the scumbag of this motherfucking earth. Second of all, the fact that you are Mexican, an American Mexican, who is at the border because you are for Trump and you are pushing teenagers, pushing little kids and telling them to go back to their land in Spanish because they don't belong here. Crazy. (laughs) You just it had me all types of fuck up because I'm like, people. girl. It be your own people. My lady, my sis, my love, my queen, my dumbass bitch in front of me. First of all, <laughs> how do you think you got here? Mm. Like, you wouldn't be for Trump if you were on that side of the of the land. You know what I'm saying? You would be all against Trump trying to do the same thing they're trying to do. So why are you out here doing all this nonsense? Why? Because you're getting taxes? Because you're getting a paycheck? Because you get live a comfortable life? Mind you, you're unevenly built. Your body is unevenly built. Like, get it together. (laughs) That shit had me fucked up. I was really in bed at 11 o'clock last night, and I was like, I really want to fight this lady. Like, that got me so tight. I turned off my phone, put it on airplane mode, and I went to bed because I just, I hate seeing things like that. That disgusts me. Like, to say that you can't come onto this land, to say that you are not part of this country, fuck you and there ain't nothing grand about living over here i mean we are doing a lot better than a lot of other places in a lot of other countries but let me tell you something there ain't nothing grand about living over here okay (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that's what had me fucked up um like i said i had a great week you had a great week we just had a week of positivity i think it's because we're both working together and we're both working towards this major goal which is sofrito speaks and um, I know a lot of people were like, what the fuck is Sofrito Speaks? <laughs> yo, Why did ass. you name it Sofrito Speaks? But we got a lot, of, a lot of positive feedback. A lot of people were like, yo, I like the name. Like, it's catchy. Sofrito Speaks. Sofrito Speaks. <laughs> it's a super catchy name. And the cheese man on that is that we literally sat in a Starbucks for mm-hmm. like six hours. Yo, deadass. And we tried to figure the name out. Try, you know, first we caught up, you know, because we hadn't seen each other in a very long time. Wow, yeah. We a caught up on time. every. Everything, the cheese, we did the cheese man, the cheese man on every family member. So if you was in the family, we heard about you, sis. I can't, I can't. I want no part of it. I'm dying to quit. We caught up on all of it, 
all of it down to your dirty underwear, bitch. We caught up on it. Then we got into talking about this podcast and how it came about. So the podcast came about because I wanted to start a podcast. Nina wanted to start a podcast. We didn't know that we wanted to start a podcast with each other. But I hit Nina up and I was like, yo, I see that you do these IG rants. Mm. You got a mouth on you, which yes, is I spicy. Do. Yes, I do. And I'm down for it. Like, let's let's make money off this. Let's and my response was, I thought you'd never ask. Right. And I was like, oh. <laughs> my heart melted because I'm like, everyone else is usually like, yeah, let's do it. And then I never hear another text back. But I just kept texting her like, okay, I have this. I have this. This is what I want to do. This is the concept that I want. And I, I want to like, sound right, like this. I want to do so like this. So when are we meeting? And she's literally sitting there like, I know she was probably like, this nigga's ready though. <laughs> oh, I, okay. I was like, oh, I thought I was ready. No, he's okay. ready, ready. <laughs> yeah. After, then we had the meeting. You know, we had the meeting at Starbucks. We talked about everything. We went through a couple names. We did. We did. We did. We um, did. I don't really remember. I know uh, we wanted to do it Spanish based because yeah. we're Hispanic. We're Puerto Rican. You know, we but um, yeah, like, so we wanted to do it. Something Hispanic. Yeah. And our roots. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we thought about a couple different things. I really don't remember the names. I think it, but I remember yeah. we did something with Sofrito and then like it just came out of nowhere and I'm like Sofrito or was it you? No, it was you. We I were sitting like, there and it was speaks. like raw intentions. Oh yeah, raw, raw intentions. Like mad whack. I'm like, these like, are like dance we, groups in After lines. we figured out <laughs> <laughs> After so Frito Speaks was said, everything else sounded so right. whack. It clicked. Like, it, it just, like, the moment he looked at me and said, So Frito Speaks, but a big ass question mark. And I looked up at him. He and looked, right he, away. I, he was eyeing me. I was eyeing him. And it was, it was love. It was love. It was nothing but love. You know what I'm saying? My mind right away went to the branding of it. Like, yep. I saw that, like, um,. The, t- the sofrito container. Yep. I was like, yo, I see it so perfectly. Mm-hmm. I see it so clear. And I was like, sofrito speaks like, I think every Hispanic kind of uses sofrito in a certain way. Right. Maybe not every day, maybe not religiously, but sofrito is a well-known Puerto Rican um, spice, yep. I would say, right? Or, yeah. or condiment or something. We don't even know what sofrito is. Oh my god! To be honest, like I'm not even sure what it is. I just know that it tastes—it tastes banging and it smells fire. Oh my god! It's so good. When mommy's making sofrito, yeah, you you don't you don't buy it. You don't buy it. You have to make it. Why waste your money? Yo, I know mommy's making sofrito. When that blender is out, I know this house is about to smell like just heaven. Like for the gods, you know what I'm saying? Like if she got that cilantro going, Ooh. she starts dicing up them peppers, Ooh. putting them onion. Yo, stop playing, fam. I will eat it for fun. I think it's so good. Like it's so freaking good. And then not only that, I know some of y'all out there can feel me when I say this. She makes enough to freeze it. She'll put yep, in all the little, yep, all her little Tupperware, and yep. our refrigerator, our freezer is stacked with sofrito. They literally buy that container, mm-hmm. and like they don't even reuse use what's it. in it. Just they just buy it to reuse it, so it's already yep. labeled in the mm-hmm. freezer. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I think you know every Hispanic culture kind of has their own spice that they use, but for us, it's sofrito. Yep. I think uh, Dominicans use it. Um, so, I've yes. seen Dominicans use it. I've seen Puerto Ricans use it. Um, I, I don't know if Mexicans or any other um, Hispanic culture uses it. I'm pretty sure they do. It's a well-known Puerto Rican thing. Um, yeah, and I was like, I think it's a great play on words. I think, you know, we grew up eating 
that as part of the food, mm-hmm. you know, and it's in our blood, it's in our veins, it's yes. in our roots. Yes. So yes. when we say Sofrito Speaks, Sofrito Speaks is, you know, us speaking from our roots, speaking from who we are as Hispanics and as individuals, also as creatives, you know. And it's, um, in, in our culture, cooking is what always brings people together, mm-hmm. you know. The and that's why, like, we based everything around that you know the cheese is when you know when your aunts come over and they're having the conversation or mm-hmm. your uncles are having the conversation you know what i'm saying and that's before the cooking you know while they're preparing the food then we have the caldero talk where caldero talk is literally we're blending everything into this caldero mm. stirring it up sazonando, sazonando. Yes. <laughs> and giving it all the flavor and life and juice and just Damn, bringing it to you on a plate and then after you finish eating, you know, um, you have to sit at the table at reposal. You know, you can't go outside. You can't jump around. You can't go back to your regular life for at least 10 yeah, to 15 minutes. Reposal is just, you know, when you got the itis and you just got to kick right. it. Right. You, you just got to sit there, let the food settle. And you're yes. like, yo, I'm human. I love my life. This is amazing. <laughs> this food was a delicious. And now I can go back to my regular basic bitch life. Yes. <laughs> yes. But yeah. So. All of that. All of that. All of that. All of that. That's Sofrito Speaks in a Nutshell. Um, the first, you know, the first section we just finished, which was El Chisme. Yes. And now we're going to head over to our next section, which is Caldero Talk. All right, all right. Uh, so we're going to get a little bit more into the conversation now. The topic of the conversation is... Uh, to let you guys know a little bit more about us, your host. Yes, yes. Um, we have a couple questions here that we're going to be asking each other and answering. Um, that kind of gives you a brief description, but still goes in depth. We dissect and we discuss. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. First question is, okay, Nina, tell Demon. me a little bit about your childhood. My childhood, wow, the foundation of who I am today. The foundation. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> My childhood was great. Um, spent a lot of time outdoors. Um, I did have siblings. I have a, not I did, I do have siblings. Um, I have older brother, older sister, and I have a twin sister. And I promise you, we look nothing alike. Um, <laughs> we were kind of like the gems in the family because we were just with everybody. Everybody loved us. Truly, truly. They were. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, you a hater. Ooh, I felt the shade. Anyways, um, yeah, so I was raised with three other siblings in a single parent household. My mom raised all four of us. And shout out to Sulmita, my rock, my hero. I won't ever tell her these things because I'm not trying to gas her up, but like, <laughs> she did not only send one, not two, not three, but all four of her kids to college. Ooh, okay, you know what woman. I'm saying? A so she did that. Woman. Okay. Very powerful, very, very strong woman, um, especially with all the things that she's been through in her life. Um, but yes, she is amazing. And like I said, single mom. Raising four kids. Father wasn't in my life. I use the word father, not dad. Dad's a title you earn. Father, I guess, is something you're given. Whatever. Ooh, what have you. Okay, I like that. So, um, I'm not going to call him a sperm donor because I feel like bitter people say shit like that. And I'm not bitter. <laughs> so, my father um, actually was not present in my life. But, however, if he were to show up, I probably would like... You know, crack open a medalla or something and have a couple conversations wow, with him. Let yeah. him know what he missed out on. Um, again, my mom raised me with so much love that I never felt like I went without. She made sure to allow my sister and I to form our own opinions 
of an absent man. And the two of us just feel nothing, I guess. (laughs) No shade. You know what I'm saying? But it's his loss. Um, So, I mean, I I went through going through school and all that fun stuff and, and being a three sport athlete and just diving in right into sports and then going into college. I didn't play sports. I did play rugby for about a year and a half. Um, and I just, I got injured, so I didn't want to play anymore. And I realized that sports blocked out all the things I think mm. I was running from. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because, you know, you had like some 5 a.m. practices and you were practicing till sometimes 9, 10 o'clock at night. And it was an everyday constant thing. You were just focused thing. on other things. Yeah, you I was so focused in being good at that yeah, yeah. that I never had the chance to stop and think about me as a person, who I want to be, who I'm trying to be, who I am. And who I want to become. Um, so in college, I a lot of people don't know, I was very depressed in college. Um, and this might be news to some people who are listening. Um, and it was because I didn't have sports and I didn't have the teammates and I didn't have the noise of you the crowds. You had to face the truth. Um, exactly. You know? I, it, was, it was my turn to sit and actually you know, figure out why so many people thought I was angry. A lot of the <laughs> times, a lot of people would say, like, yo, why are you so mad? Why are you so Facts. angry? Yeah. Really? You know? And I, I couldn't give them an answer because I had never stopped to have that conversation with myself as to why I am the way that I am. And it was in college when I was, you know, going through depression and then I put on the weight. And even when I put on the weight, it was me trying to run from something else and being an emotional eater. Like, <laughs> you know, in college, you, Domino's is open at 2 a.m. So who the you going to call but the Domino's? Lord knows. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it was, it was having that... Um, that alone time and being in that solitude. And, and today I'm okay with being alone. I'm okay with my own solitude. So now at this point, if you're trying to enter my life, you aren't competing with other people. You're not at all. You're competing with my own peace and my own solitude. Show me why you deserve to invade that space. Show me why I, you deserve for me to open up that space for you to be welcomed. Mm, that's into super it. powerful. That's you know what super I'm saying? Powerful. Um, so depression was, was fucking great. Um, I don't recommend it for anybody. <laughs> and don't try depression. It's not good for you. Not at all. Not never. Um, yeah. So I got out of college and I really got to figure out, you know, where I am and having the looking at myself in the mirror and I'm in a very happy and very content place. I'm content right now, but I know that there is more for myself, but my childhood was popping. <laughs> Lit. <laughs> Lit. I mean, so you know what I'm saying, Ruben, <laughs> enough about me, what you got going on in our childhood, you know? Oh, Lordy, Lordy. <laughs> Raised in the same family, but two different paths. Right. Go ahead, boy. Right. So I grew up with my mother and my grandparents and my dad was in my life. Until I was about 15, 16 years old. I have two younger brothers. Um, I mainly grew up with my the middle brother because we're five years apart. And my youngest brother, we're, I think, 15 years apart. Um, but my mom was a young, single mother. Um, she had to work like a madman mm. to pay rent. Don't they all? And do it all on her own. Um, Raise them. Unfortunately, I did not go to college, but my middle brother did, and hopefully we're praying that my younger brother does, so we're really focusing on that, (laughs) but I think, um, you know, I grew up in a home full of uh, powerful women. I always was around powerful women, and um, I grew up around family who really loved me, Mm. 
and really didn't hide it. You know, there wasn't a lot of drama between, you know, our family. There was really a lot of peace and good times and laughs and memories mm. and babysitting yes. and sleeping over mm. and taking care of each other and the showing each other days. that you love them. Um, and that was an amazing thing, I think, to grow up around. I grew up around two cousins who we, you know, we loved each other. And we always were like, when we get older, we're going to live together and we're going to do this with each other and each other's family. And I think... You know, having that foundation was amazing. I also grew up with another cousin who we would practice singing and dancing every day. So, like, we, like, I always grew up around cousins and I always had fun with my cousins. You know, I think when we, when I would link up with your side of the family, it'd be the same way. You know, I respected everyone, I loved everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and as adults, you know, I still show respect, I show, I still show love. And I kind of like that I had that distance because I'm not involved in a lot of the family drama. <laughs> So I like looking from the outside in and being like, hey, Um, but, you know, I got nothing but love for everybody. Um, So, yeah, like my childhood was super lit. It was depressing in my teen years. Um, I had to deal with a lot of a lot of reality at a very young age. You know, I had to become independent at 15. I left Mm. my house at 15. I uh, had to work. I had to figure my life out, figure out what I wanted to do. Um, I dealt with a lot of suicidal thoughts. I dealt with a lot of depression. I dealt with dealt with a lot of like, damn, like, do I really belong on this earth? Especially after everything that happened with my father. And, mm. you know, um, I had to rebuild a friendship with my mother, which was probably the hardest thing in my life to do. Um, and I just got deep right there. <laughs> but yeah, like we had to really rekindle our friendship because we went through a real rough patch but on both ends, you mm-hmm. know. It's not her fault. It's not my fault. We both were, we're just so similar that we we didn't understand that yet. That we're literally the exact same person. Crazy. But um, I'm thankful that we rekindled that, and I'm thankful that we have like a real best friendship right now. Um, so yeah, not a lot of people can say that about their moms, you know. But yeah, I'm grateful for that. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's a little brief intro into our chill our childhood should we say yeah um i think we can move on to the next mm-hmm. question all right ruben so let them know when was the first time you realized that you just had too much sauce for everybody when i had too much sauce you know it was when i opened the ragu jar and it slipped over what's oh happened okay. nah. <laughs> i think um with my, like, especially with dance, I've always been kind of humble with it. I know people have labeled me otherwise, but I'm humble, but I'm understanding that I am pretty good at what I do, Yeah, you know, and I've been dancing for 15 years, so I think, and it's only now that I feel comfortable saying I'm a dancer, because back in the day, you wouldn't catch me saying that shit. Mm. Like, I'd be like, nah, you know what I'm saying? I, I dance or whatever, but I'm not a dancer. Because to me, a dancer dancer is taking classes every single day, dedicated to the craft, loving it, networking, performing, traveling, doing it all. That's what a dancer is. I'm just a person who dances, mm. you know? And I take those titles very seriously. Don't call yourself something if that's not what you're truly living by. Point blank and period. Yes. So at a young age, I struggled with that. But I think the first time I noticed I had too much sauce, what I would have to say was like the first time I did Semana Ipana with Urban X. 
And I was like, oh, I'm kind of popping. Like, <laughs> this is kind of lit. And I had a very small part in the whole set. But just being on stage and seeing that and then, like, going to school that, like, the next in where somebody found it was in June. And then in September, I went to school and people were like, yo, you were on stage with. And I'm like, damn, it had been a whole two and a half months. And you still remember that? Like, that's pretty lit. And, like, the dance club was like, yo, we want you to dance with us. And I'm like, oh, my God, people like me. <laughs> this is amazing. Mm. So I think I was in high school, 15, 16 years old, when I realized, like, okay, you know, maybe maybe I'm kind of fly for this uh, light-skinned guy. <laughs> <laughs> you better speak your truth. Okay. But what about you? When did you realize you had too much sauce for these motherfuckers? You know what? I'm going to have to say it was when... I was in fifth grade and I actually um, had transferred schools because we had moved um, moved into a different town. Um, so we had to transfer districts. And the teacher was taking attendance and she stopped on my name. And I wanted to like beat her to it because so many people have butchered my name, which is why I go by me. And I don't know how. I don't. It's very, it literally, you look at it. And you sound can it sound out. it out. That ass, yo. It's not that hard. Like uh, my mom did really well with our names. Like, it was the mayonnaise. It wasn't. It wasn't spiced mayonnaise. It was just it was mayonnaise. Just mayonnaise. It was mayonnaise. <laughs> they, they're mayonnaise. Um, and, and my name is white. Like my name's French or some bullshit. It's European, whatever. Yeah, it's Mommy's definitely sword. not Hispanic. Not at all, unless you put that. You know, I had that little. Yeah. Yeah. You Jenny. know what I'm saying? So. The teacher was saying, it was, you know, taking attendance and she came to my name and she was about to butcher it. And I said, oh, Janina Santiago. To which this little motherfucker to my right, ooh. I still remember his name. I ain't going to say it. I'm going to give him that ooh, validation. Ooh, ooh. Even though he made me very self-conscious at the soft, delicate age of 10. Um, <laughs> laughed at the way I said my name. And he said, why do you say your name like that? Sir. Huh? I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, why do you say it like that? And I was like, that's how you say my name. And he was like, no, it's not. So this boy, because he was a boy back then. He's a man now. Boy. 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 Tried to tell me how to say my name. So I realized now as an adult, when I think about that memory, is that I had, there was too much sazon on it, too much seasoning. Ay, and they weren't ready for it. Because my name is Janina Santiago. You know what they I'm saying? It's not Janina it. Santiago. Shit. How boring is that? Janina Santiago, Janina Santiago. How boring. And, you know, it, it plagued my mind as a kid because I would refrain from actually wanting to say my name the way that I was taught to pronounce it with, you know, con fuerza, you know, like that is my name. That a is presence. who I am. Your name you is a presence. Know. Yes. yes. You know, and, and I think Sudma did a good job with the way, with how she named me and what she picked. I think it's phenomenal. Now I appreciate it as an adult. As a kid, I was like, why, 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 why <laughs> is that my life? Why? And why the I devil think, keep on fucking with me? Yeah. You don't want to fuck with me just don't do it um but yeah so that was that was definitely the first moment that i realized that's lit that's lit and that's definitely (laughs) saucy honey um so when did you notice and i kind of answered this with my last uh with my answer to the last question when did you notice you had talents because this ladies and gentlemen ladies and gentlemen like (laughs) 
this bitch can sing, honey. <laughs> like, she can sing, baby. Like, I'm just out here waiting for this R&B album to chirap, honey. Like, we're going to make money. Hi. <laughs> Let them know. When did you notice you had talent? Oh, my God. Um, I think my first recollection of it was my mom picked me up from uh, kindergarten. I was about, like, what, five or six? We were driving home, and... Uh, I was, she started singing. Um, my favorite movie was The Little Mermaid. That's not the case anymore for me anymore. But anyways, um, she started, you know, she asked me, she was like, Nina, sing the song, sing the song. And, you All know. the colored girls loved Little Mermaid. Yeah, I know. But Mulan's actually my favorite. But anyways, so she's like, Nina, sing the song. And it was um, Under the Sea. Uh, if you don't know that song, look it up. Cause... Under the Sea. Yes. That's so all I know, literally. She started, she started singing it and I started singing along crab. with her. Yeah, I'd yeah. never seen the movie. <laughs> wow. I've it was Sebastian that started it. He little had the little movie. Jamaican accent. Um, and she stopped singing, but I kept going. Okay. And Christina. She, yeah, like she turned around <laughs> and she was like, wait, where the hell did that come from? Um, and so I will tell you this story. Um, and I think that was the first, that was definitely the first moment that I noticed that like, oh, that's, my voice did something that I didn't know it could do. And then I realized throughout the years I can carry a tune. Uh, my older sister is actually a phenomenal singer. And, you know, she put me on to Mariah Carey and Tony Braxton and Whitney Houston. Um, and it was through listening to those songs. And, you know, my mom had a record player and we would listen to Michael Jackson and play Barry White and play like just a bunch of songs. And I, I, I was an old soul. Those are the songs I wanted to listen to. Um, even the to this songs day. that still shaped your childhood. Yeah. You know? So that's definitely like that. And then, like I said, I didn't start performing or actually letting people hear me sing until I was about 18. Um, and even then it was very little. And when my classmates would hear me, they were like, yo, what the hell, Nina? Like, that's, that's you? Like, you can actually do that? And I was like, oh, and I got really self-conscious. Even though the feedback was great, I myself wasn't confident in, in, in my voice. And and even to, the, even to this day, I still kind of, like, shy away from it. Like, not, And she shouldn't. Uh, IG poll. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Um, and I, even with just talking, and I was very self-conscious growing up. Um, I never, I, I would prefer to be seen and not heard. And it was through going through that depression that I had mentioned earlier and, and those things and, and realizing, yo, you have something to say and people are ready to listen. Yes, and that, um, that, is, that is a gratifying moment and a powerful moment that an individual has, right. especially a creative individual, when mm -hmm. they realize that what they have is a gift and it needs to be shared because it is needed in the space of today's world. You yes. Know? So... Um, that uh, I even have people tell me like, yo, you should do, do radio, do radio, do radio, do radio. And I was like, what? Like, that's so weird. Like I never thought about myself in that way or, um, doing that. And that was about eight, seven, eight years ago and flash forward to today. And here I am doing a podcast a, 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 um, a, a, and, a, a. you know, singing for fun and people actually, it's it's a beautiful thing when you are self-conscious about something, but you just say, I'm going to post it anyways. Like, maybe I didn't hit that riff the way I was supposed to, but, like, I'm just going to post it because it's raw, it's real, and it's it's emotional. It is something that I was feeling. It's on my chest. Let me get it out. Whether you like it or not, whether I get five likes, a hundred likes, fuck it, you know? It was something... I don't know if other people who sing go through this, but 
I'm sure dancers are the same way. You know, like when you, mm-hmm. you march to the beat of your own drum and you, you hear that beat and you have to get it out in order to let it just manifest itself in the universe. When I have a song on my mind, on my heart, on my mental, on my spirit, on my soul, I have to let it out. <laughs> if not, it's going to plague my mind. So that is definitely how I use my Instagram. And I have had people that will message me and say like, yo, your voice did something to me. Your voice really, I was going through something today and I and I heard your voice and I was like, wow, like that is beautiful. And it's a that talent. is it's a such gift. a humbling it's a feeling. Yes. Like yes. I will never say I'm the best. I will No, I won't because I can always learn, you know. When you know that you're the best, you don't have to say that you're the best. I guess. But I just, That's just, just how I've always looked yeah, at it. Yeah, it's just not something that I've ever. You don't need felt to be out here say. like I'm the best, flaunting like yes, yes, no one. Yeah. No, you know where you stand in your talent. You know right. where you stand, and you can humble yourself and stand ten toes down and be like, I can do this. I can yes. sing. Yes, so. honey. Yes. So I think that was you know a whole bunch of instances where I realized that there's I'm meant for something more. I've always felt that I was meant for something more, and I'm still trying to figure out what that is and yeah. you know what Jesucristo has in store for me. Jesus, por favor. You know he wouldn't have given me this voice. Um, he if, wouldn't keep waking me up every day right. if it was not for a purpose. Right. So let's figure out that purpose. I'm 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 all the way here for that. I'm all the way here for that, and I think that's that's pretty amazing. Um, like I said, I answered that question when I was talking about my sauce, but to add on to that, I feel like as an adult, I'm still, you know, dealing with the self-conscious part of it. Mm. But I, it's like you said, like, I really, I'm not cocky, you know, I don't walk into a dance studio and I'm like, I'm the best dancer here. But in my mind, like I build myself up, like, you know what, even if you're not the best dancer here, you've put in work for yourself And you are are going to deliver what you can deliver and you're going to walk away from this however you walk away from it. There's no L's. There's only lessons. There's never an L. There's only lessons. And I, like, I always tell people, and I swear to God, I always tell people this. I always win. I never lose. I either learn or I win. Losing is a state of mind. Mm Mm-hmm. I take, I'll take an L. You want to say it's an L? I'll take an L. But I, in my mind, it's a lesson. Yep. I learned something from this. I'm walking away from this. I'm a winner. I'm growing from this. I'm going to become, I might even take what the fuck you gave me, build it up and make something better. Mm. So, yeah, like I, I think resourceful, that's. resourceful, people. Resourceful. <laughs> recycle, recycle. <laughs> um, that's a great, um, that was a great topic. And um, I think. This kind of goes into our next subject. Um, How do you feel as an adult, as a Latina adult, um, you go out of your social cultural norms? So for us, it is very old school, you know, like. We are taught that, you know. Que tu no tienes un bebé. Oh. Ay. No. Ay, Dios. Not I. Um, So you're taught that, you know. So I think for um, Latin women, it is um, ingrained in us that we are to be the caretaker, not the provider, but the caretaker, mm. you know, have the babies, cook for your mans, oh, God. be submissive. Yeah. <laughs> that is not me. I have something to say. Boy, if I just I, I can't. And my mom is always like, oh, um, you know, why aren't you like this? Or why don't you do that? And it's like, ma. 
because I learned from you. You literally raised me without a man. So therefore, excuse me for thinking I don't need a man to get shit done. But we digress. Anyways, our social norms are very <sighs> something that need to be broken. Very um, just old. Oh my God. Like if I... It's crazy to me. Like, my my mother has no idea that I'm even doing a podcast. My mother has no idea that I, you know, sang up in Cape Cod for a, a lovely couple. Um, my mom has no idea what I use my Instagram for, what I even do on social media. And it's because I don't want to hear her opinion on what the fuck I'm doing. I don't. I don't care for it. Because I know that it's going to be very old school and very like, is that going to make you any money? Is that going to pay your bills? Is that, no, you know, no. Negative and closed minded, yeah. But it is going to make me happy. Like, that generation is so like, what's going to pay the bills? Not, my mom would rather see me stress the fuck out at work every single day than doing something that I actually love. And that's not bashing her, but that's just the mentality and the generation that but she was raised in. But I think that's a in. common, yeah, like that. And that's like, something that, you know, we try to go against. common mentality that a lot of old school parents have because right. at, during their time that was the focus mm -hmm. you know um and i think it's hard for them to grasp this new millennial mindset like right. i can make money off instagram if i get enough followers mm -hmm. they don't see that they're like e e e so why are you using that yeah you're wasting your time <laughs> but whatever i mean yeah i think I think it goes both ways. Like, we yeah. just are doing things our way. Yeah. We're owning our own, you know, road. And we're not focusing on a partner. We're not We're not ready for that yet. You right. know, it's cute, the idea of it. Don't get me wrong. Because when the winter comes along and it's cold outside. And I'm like, damn, if I had a boo right here, like, it would be amazing. <laughs> But then I'm like, I know that after five minutes of that thought, I'm going to be like, I'm not even happy with my life right now. I'm not even happy with where I'm at. It's like, am why I would you ready for a boo? Else into your bullshit? Right. Am I ready for a boo or am I, or do I just want a bum? Like, what are we doing right now? Right. So, yeah, I think it goes both ways. I have to side with your answer because literally I'm on the same exact boat. Yes. Except I'm a man's side. Mm -hmm. And I know for me, a big thing is like being gay mm -hmm. and being Puerto Rican. Because it's like frowns upon, God forbid. Right. Moving on to the next a question. And it'll be our last question for Caldero Talks. Um, okay, this is a good one. How do you feel your past has molded you into the adult that you are now? I feel like that's like such a loaded question. Right. It can either be like really surface level or there can be a lot of depth to it. Right. Um... I uh, I know I know the moment that the trajectory of my life did change, um, and that I know the day, I know the time. Right. Um, right. And that was October fourteenth, two thousand and four. Um, that my world shifted, and we will get into that topic next episode. But. Um, That is such a significant date in my life, and I feel like had that not taken place, um, I wouldn't be sitting here having this conversation. I probably wouldn't have the thought process that I have right now. So, you know, 14 years ago, um, my life did change um, for the worse and for the better. Um, however, I am thankful um, because, again, I wouldn't be the woman I am today if not for that 
day. Um, and it's just, it could be a sad thing, but over the years I learned to create it and to be able to use it as talking points and be able to be able to understand perspectives from other people and understand that people are going through, um, things in their day to day. And just because they lashed out at you, it doesn't mean it was you. Sometimes it can be you, but like, it doesn't mm-hmm. mean that mm-hmm. it was you, but there's something deeper going on. And had it not been for that day, that would not be a mentality that I had, um, a, a bigger perspective, uh, a more open mind, um, as to people in general. So my past, although some say it might be sad, I am thankful for it because of the growth that I have been able to experience mm. in my short, young yeah. 26 years of life. Yeah. That's lit. So what about you, Ruben? Um, let them know, let them know, I think, let first know. of all, that was super touchy. Like, I, I spaced out, and not because I wasn't paying attention, but, you know, it just brought me back to that time, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it, it was, I think, rough for everybody, you know? Yeah. Um, but I can, I can never imagine how you guys dealt with that but right. you guys are strong and I, I i love you more for that um for me i would say my past uh you know going through struggles going through trials and tribulations going through everything that i've been through um really helped me have a one a strong mindset which is my biggest downfall but also my greatest greatest power mm. because i overthink mm. everything and that literally leaves me sitting on a couch but you know, the fact that I'm overthinking is the fact that I'm also preparing myself for the next step. Yes. You know, so like I said, it's my greatest downfall, but my uh, my biggest downfall, but my greatest gain. Um, and I think just going through everything that I have gone through in the past, losing friendships, um, losing family members, um, my father's passing, you know, but I still made it through out of everything. And I, I honestly do feel like a warrior sometimes because it's like, I have my mother's mindset where, you know, I'm going to survive through anything and everything, no matter what, no matter who, no one is keeping me down. No one is keeping me back. I'm moving forward. I may feel down right now. I may be a little bit down right now, a little bit stressed, a little bit depressed. It's preparation. Exactly. It's like I'm breaking through the cocoon to open up these wings and just keep on flying with or without you. And that is the attitude I carry throughout life. And that attitude going through elementary school, going through high school, going through, um, you know, the first early 20, my early 20s and just having that attitude of like, I'm moving forward Mm. and you're either jumping on with me or you're not has really, really helped me through a a lot of situations (laughs) in my life because if not, I'd still be carrying a lot of bad. I still have baggage that I'm letting go of, but I still be carrying so much baggage. You're not letting go of it, but you're unpacking it. Right. You are facing it. I'm going through it. Yes. I'm not. Yeah. Like, um, but I would just, I, I wouldn't be sitting here. I would, I wouldn't even know what a fucking podcast is. That's how serious it is. Mm. You know? So, um, yeah, I think everything has helped me become a stronger individual and a stronger adult. So won't I'm grateful do it, for won't it. do it. I'm grateful yes. for it. Yes. Well, Yeah. That was Caldero Talk, our first Caldero Talk with you guys, with our listeners. I hope we didn't ramble too much for you guys, and we're so thankful for you guys listening. We hope you can relate. We hope that you can DM us and let us know what part of the show you could relate to, 
what had you in your feelings, what maybe made you mad. Let's converse. Let's have a conversation. Yes, Let's come through in those DMs. Come through in those DMs. And next, we're going to hear Nina kill it on the vocals. I'm so excited to share this with you guys. But yeah, I'm going to just, just hit play. I'm going to just hit play. Ala sofrito, ala sofrito, ala sofrito, ay, ay. Ya yo no tengo hambre a reposar, a reposar. All right, this is the part of the show where we would like to give our shout outs. Uh, you know, some people who showing us love, so we're trying to return it in favor. And also the part of the show where we're going to leave you with some of our affirmations so y'all can keep us on track next week, hit up our DMs and be like, yo, did you do what you said you was going to do, bruh? Because if we're not all looking out for each other, then who are we really looking out for? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> what? My shout out is definitely going to go to my co-host, Nina. Yes, yes. boo, yes. We put this out into the oh environment. God. Put out into the universe. To the universe, not oh, the, environment. the environment. We put this out into the universe and it came back to us in yes. greater power. Mm. So look at us. Do look it. Us. I hate you. <laughs> you go, sis. All right. So my shout out is for sure going to go to my homegirl, my right hand man, my fellow Taurus, Kai Rodriguez. Hey. Yo, this woman is literally the friend that i never knew i needed but i'm so thankful that i now have you know what i'm saying because she is just yo like i can i promise you i can come to her and tell her that i want to create sculptures out of my own fecal matter and she will literally be like bitch what do you need that's the second time this week i've heard that term that's amazing But yeah, like she, I can come to her with any kind of idea and she will literally be like, you know what? Drop everything. What do you need from me? And I think that is so admirable and I absolutely love, love, love that about her. And don't get it twisted. If something sounded stupid, she'd be the first one to be like, bitch, you're better than that. Don't stoop to that level. Don't be that dumb. You know what I'm saying? That's dope. So I definitely am going to give that my first shout out to her. And then my second is going to go to my co-host with the most this. It's my boy, Rue. <laughs> and he's coming for you. <laughs> ah, I love you. I love you. All right. Yes, so, honey. We're out here collecting magic, so creating magic. Um, so, yeah. Those were our shout outs. We're going to go help, go ahead with our affirmations for the week. I cannot speak right now. Mm-hmm. But my affirmation mm-hmm. for the week is just, you know, to keep this good energy going. Mm-hmm. Um, get into the fucking gym. Lord knows. And uh, have a great positive week, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> what about <laughs> yours? My affirmation for the week. Hmm. It is going to be to be okay with letting things go and walking away Ooh. and being selfish with who you are. Um, because I feel like there are many of us that feel bad when we can't dedicate time to certain things because we are just spread so thin and we just you know hold on to that and feel really bad about it when we can't give to others but you can't pour from an empty cup so do that self-care hold yourself accountable for the things you said you were going to do this week and we will check in with y'all 
next week. Facts, 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 facts. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. My hand, baby, hand. Baby. <laughs>